0: what is going on everyone my name is nick or the notorious fantasy and in today's video we're going to be talking about my must draft tight end list for fantasy football in 2021 inside of today's video i'm going to be talking about three tight ends that based upon where they are going at their current average draft position i feel like are must draft tight ends for fantasy football in 2021 but before we get into today's video i'd like to ask if at any point inside today's video you end up enjoying you end up having a great time and you are new to my youtube channel so please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below not only is it free i put out content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 fantasy football championship and while you're down there whether you are new to my channel or have been watching for some time please make sure to hit that like button down below to help boost this video up the algorithm so that more beautiful people like yourself can see today's video so without further ado let's get into it also real quick actually before we get into it i teased you a little bit there please make sure that if you do enjoy reading content about fantasy football to check in the description and the pinned comment for the link to my articles on Osmo.com. so let's get into it my first must draft tight end of this video is going to be darren waller tight end of the las vegas raiders underdog adp tight end number two overall pick 21.0 the last Love for Darren Waller is continuing to rise as he is now a back half of the second round pick based upon current average draft position in a lot of leagues though he does end up falling into the third round but at this point based upon how I feel about Darren Waller I honestly think that drafting him at the end of the second round is not even a bad choice last year in 16 games Darren Waller finished as the tight end number two in PPR tight end number two and half PPR and the tight end number two in standard averaging 17.4 PPR points per game half. PPR points per game and 10.7 standard points per game meaning from points per game perspective he was the tight end 2 in PPR 2.5 PPR and the tight end number 2 in standard behind the one the only Travis Kelsey. While Travis Kelsey is a locked in first round pick while most would lock Travis Kelsey in as the tight end one to me the only other tight end that is even in the same stratosphere as a guy like George Kittle is Darren Waller i believe that the immense amount of volume that darren waller sees in this las vegas offense is enough to make an argument for him to potentially finish higher than travis kelsey now is that likely to happen i guess probably not when you think about it because travis kelsey has been the king at the tight end position for the last couple of years but eventually the king is bound to be dethroned and I I honestly believe it could be Darren Waller this season in Las Vegas taking over the throne for Travis Kelsey. Looking at the stats last year, Darren Waller was the number one tight end in targets with 146 targets in 16 games, which is 9.1 per game ranking number one at the tight end position. He had 107 receptions, 6.7 per game ranking number one at the position. He had 1,195 receiving yards, second at the tight end position, 74.7 per game, and he had nine total touchdowns on the season ranking third. At the tight end position so imagine if waller just catches a couple more yards if he scores just 11 maybe two more touchdowns to put him at 11 total touchdowns on the season then bada bing bada boom travis kelsey loses his tight end number one. He becomes the tight end number one now. That is Darren Waller. So I do think there's a pretty good chance that he could end up doing that because of the immense amount of volume that Darren Waller gets week in and week out. While we try to have the argument, oh, Henry Ruggs is going to be the guy to own of this wide receiver core. Brian Edwards is the guy to own of this wide receiver core. John Brown is the guy to own of this wide receiver. The true best wide receiver on this team plays tight end and it is Darren Waller Darren Waller really blew up last season had an amazing season I think he's going to continue to build on that in 2021 and potentially finish as the tight end number one in fantasy football for 2021 next up on the list we have tight end of the Detroit Lions TJ Hawkinson underdog ADP tight end number six off the board overall pick 64.5 Three. Now, right now at the tight end position, there really is a elite three, the big three, like when it was D-Wade, Chris Bosch, and LeBron in, on the heat. That's basically what it is at tight end. It's Darren Waller, it's George Kittle, and it's Travis Kelsey. But outside of that, there are a couple of tight ends fighting to be the number four tight end. But in my opinion, TJ Hawkinson... Coming off the board is tight end number 6 is the best steal of any of those tight ends. In 16 games, TJ Hawkinson finished as the tight end number 5 in PPR, tight end number 4 in half PPR, and the tight end number 5 in standard. Averaging 11 PPR points per game, 8.9 half PPR points per game, and 6.8 standard points per game. 0. 0.1 more points off of being very nice. From a points per game perspective, TJ Hawkinson was the tight end number 6 in PPR, tied with Robert Tunyon and Logan Thomas. Tight end number 7 in half PPR, tied with Mike Licky, on on tight end number eight in standard the reason why i like tj hawkinson so much is so similar to why i like darren waller because i think that the wide receiver core on both of these teams isn't the best but in detroit it's honestly even worse with kenny galladay gone with marvin jones gone who is the true wide receiver one on this team sure they have a bunch of names that could end up being that guy we want to know who the most talented pass catchers on this team are it's tj hawkinson And it's the running back, DeAndre Swift. So I believe that TJ Hawkinson is going to see a hefty amount of targets like the fucking garbage bags, okay? TJ Hawkinson is one of the premier tight ends in the NFL, in my opinion, when it comes to skill set. In 2019, in TJ Hawkinson's rookie season, he didn't really show off all that much. He had that big boom game week number one, and then he kind of faded away. But in 2020, he built on that first game, and he started to really put up those big numbers in his sophomore year. And I believe in 2021, being the clear number one target on this team with Jared Goff, now I understand that Jared Goff is certainly a downward spiral from what he had originally in math. Stafford but I think with Marvin Jones gone and with Kenny Galladay gone Who else are they going to throw the fucking football to? Last season, TJ Hawkinson had 101 total targets, 6.3 per game, ranking 5th at the tight end position. He had 67 receptions, 2 off of being very nice, 4.2 per game, ranking 4th at the tight end position, 723 receiving yards, ranking 3rd at the tight end position for 6 total touchdowns, ranking ninth at the tight end position. Again, I'm not telling you that TJ Hawkinson is the most elite tight end in the NFL, but where the guy is going... As the tight end number six, people are immensely overrating in my opinion Mark Andrews and Kyle Pitts and they're immensely sleeping on the value that a tight end could have if they could finish as the number one overall tight end in targets. I think the best bet to be the number one overall tight end in targets is probably Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, and then at number three in my opinion it would be TJ Hawkinson because this Detroit Lions offense is going to be funneled through TJ Hawkinson and if he is able to just catch the ball when it is thrown his way from Jared Goff then this guy is has the potential to finish as a top three tight end in 2021 and knock George Kittle off the tight end number three spot. Final tight end to be talking about in today's video. But before we get into that, I'd like to ask if you guys have ended up enjoying thus far throughout this video to please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. So next up, we have tight end of the Minnesota Vikings, Irv Smith, underdog ADP, tight end number and 13 games last year, Irv Smith finished as the tight end number 22 in PPR, 22 and half PPR, and the tight end number 21 in standard, averaging 7.6 PPR points per game, 6.4 half PPR points per game, and 5.3 standard points per game. Meaning, from a points per game perspective, Irv Smith was the tight end number 24 in PPR, 24 and half PPR, and the tight end number 21 in standard. So, those numbers, obviously, those are not going to woo you, those are not going to wow you, those are not going to make you want to go up to the draft board and slap the sticker on that says Irv Smith but what's going to make you want to do that is a breakdown of Irv Smith's stats with Kyle Rudolph versus without because Kyle Rudolph is now gone in New York with the New York football Giants and now it is finally Irv Smith's time to shine now head coach of the team Zimmer comes out and says Irv Smith is not going to have an upgraded role on this team he's not going to, it's going to be the same as last year, basically, which was Fugazi, it was a fucking completely and utterly made-up statement that Zimmer made, just to, I don't know, maybe throw defenses off of Irv Smith, but then it comes out that other players, or not other players, other coaches on the team are saying, it's Irv Smith time, Irv Smith is going to be seeing an increased workload, we're going to see Irv Smith really dominate at the tight end position this year, and I already knew that, I knew Mike Zimmer was fucking lying directly to my face, so I'm pretty in on Irv Smith right now, and without Kyle Rudolph, the door is genuinely wide open for a top 10 finish, and he is currently coming off the board right now as tight end number 14 off the board, underdog ADP pick 136.6, and it's down six slots on the week. People are falling more out of favor on Irv Smith, which to me does not make a lot of sense. I do understand that there's certainly an argument for or against Irv Smith that, hey, they really like to run the ball with Dalvin Cook, but that argument is really just stabbed in the chest like... Tyrod Taylor, I guess you would say, if you're trying to make a joke about someone getting stabbed in the chest. Irv Smith had Justin Jefferson blow up last season. Irv Smith has Adam Thielen play good every single season. So why couldn't Irv Smith step into this role and play pretty well? I don't know how you can really make an argument. How Irv Smith wouldn't be involved because to me, there's really no way that Irv Smith isn't going to have a humongous breakout season in 2021 in his third year in the NFL. Looking at the splits, he played in eight games with Kyle Rudolph in 2020 and four without. In those eight games with Kyle Rudolph, he was averaging 4.96 half PPR points per game. Out of split, without Kyle Rudolph, 10.95 points per game. 5.9 PPR points per game versus 12.83 PPR points per game without Kyle Rudolph he was averaging 4.03 standard points per game versus a grand total of 9.08 this is because of an uptick in targets 2.88 per game to 5 1.88 receptions to 3.75 22.75 yards per game to 45.75 yards per game 0.25 touchdowns per game to .75 so you better believe if Irv Smith is the tight end number one on this roster which he is going to be that his value is going to skyrocket and going as tight end number 14 to me is very disrespectful to the skill set that Irv Smith possesses last year Irv Smith had 43 targets ranking 33rd at the tight end position for 30 receptions 31st at tight end 365 receiving yards 27th at tight end for five total touchdowns, but you don't have to look at the numbers as a whole on the season. He just played in 13 games. What you want to focus in on is the splits that I was talking about before. He's going to be seeing a bunch more targets, a bunch more receptions, a bunch more touchdowns, and a bunch more yards without Kyle Rudolph on this team. And I genuinely believe that Irv Smith is skilled enough to potentially finish as a top five tight end in fantasy football because that's what you're looking for when you're drafting a tight end in the 14-plus range. We're drafting tight end 13 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 off the board. You're looking for a top five finish because saying Irv Smith's gonna finish as a top 10 tight end is easy. It's a very easy take to make because finishing as a top 10 tight end doesn't necessarily even do too much for your team. Unless you finish inside of the top five, you're just pretty average week in and week out because the tight end position is so, so low scoring outside of those top guys. Unless you're a Kelsey, unless you're a Waller, unless you're a Hawkinson, You're probably not going to be dropping like 16, 17 points per game potentially. But if Irv Smith is able to really step up and start averaging... 12, 13 points per game, then Irv Smith is going to be a savior for your fantasy team, and I believe that is exactly what he is going to be at tight end number 14 off the board right now. I do expect it to rise slightly once we hear a lot of word out of training camp about how good Irv Smith looks. For the past two years, people have talked up Irv Smith, but now he definitely has a stranglehold on the job, so I'm all in on Irv Smith in 2021. Sorry guys, if during this video I sound nasally, it's because I am. I probably should have mentioned that off the rip of the video, if I'm being honest with you. I don't know why I sound like this, but it is what it is. Hopefully, tomorrow, I sound a lot better. I hope you guys did end up enjoying today's video. I know this was a bit of a quicker one, but I don't feel like I had to do a super deep dive into all of these tight ends because I feel like with the assessment I did of these tight ends in a fast kind of sense was enough to get you to want to draft these tight ends. So, if you have any questions about any of these players, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Waller, or Irv Smith, let me know down below in the comment section. I have already written articles about TJ Hawkinson and Darren Waller on the Osmo.com website. So if you want a super in-depth look into them from what I have written down, please make sure you check that out as well. But I think you could have gauged it pretty well from this video. So thank you guys all so much for watching. I love you guys all. Make sure that you stay safe. Happy weekend, baby. And then it's coming up to be Monday. But guess what, guys? It's almost August. Tomorrow is August. And that means we're getting a mock draft every single fucking day. Not necessarily that there's going to be two videos every single day, like I previously said, but there will be a mock every single day, and most days, there will be two videos that you guys have more stuff to watch day in and day out. Thank you guys so much for watching. I do love you guys all. Make sure that you stay safe, as always. Good boy!